0: Welcome to the European Parliamentary Research Service Podcasts.
1: In this podcast, we'll talk about the European Commission's plan to slash in half the use of chemical pesticides and reduce the risk associated with them by 2030, a proposal that's causing divide among politicians, farmers, and environmentalists. Stay with us.
0: The Romans and Greeks already used chemical methods to protect their crops, but... Nowadays, plant protection products are indispensable for food production, but what exactly are they?
1: Essentially, they are pesticides used to protect plants and crops from pests, diseases and weeds, helping farmers grow more food on less land.
0: The problem is, they can also pose serious risks to both the environment and our health. And citizens want them off their plates, out of public parks and out of their natural environment.
1: And truth is, despite EU pesticide laws being among the strictest in the world, scientists and citizens are increasingly concerned about the build-up of their residues and metabolites in our natural environment.
0: That's why, in line with the European Green Deal and the Farm to Fork strategy, the EU set itself a double target a 50% reduction in both the overall use of chemical plant protection products and the risks they entail, and a 50% reduction in the use of the more hazardous ones by 2030.
1: To achieve this, in June 2022, the European Commission proposed a regulation on the sustainable use of plant protection products that would replace the former directive and be directly applicable in all EU countries. It's part of a nature protection package, which also includes a proposal for legally binding targets on nature restoration.
0: Now, what will change if it goes through? Here's Vivienne Alloe from the European Parliamentary Research Service.
1: Well, for the first time, the proposal would introduce legally binding targets at both EU and national level. So countries would need to set their own national reduction targets within defined parameters and with some degree of flexibility to ensure that EU ones are achieved. However, the national reduction targets could in no case be lower than 35%. To facilitate the Commission's scrutiny, EU countries will need to submit annual reports detailing progress in achieving their targets and implementing their national action plans.
0: The new measures will ensure that all farmers and other professional pesticide users practice integrated pest management, an environmentally friendly pest control system with chemical pesticides used only as a last resort.
1: Professional users will be asked to keep record of their integrated pest management practices and EU countries will have to establish crop-specific rules identifying the alternatives to be used instead of chemical pesticides.
0: The proposed regulation would also ban the use of pesticides in and within three metres of urban green areas, such as public parks and gardens, but also playgrounds, recreation or sports grounds and ecologically sensitive areas a major step toward removing them from our proximity.
1: To comply with all these new obligations, EU countries will be able to apply for funding under the Common Agricultural Policy. But stakeholders are strongly divided on the proposal. Want to know why? Stay with us.
0: While environmental organisations are pushing for more ambition, the farming community is concerned about the lack of alternatives and support for farmers, the little information provided on solutions and the broad coverage of sensitive areas. We spoke about this with Pekka Pesonen, Secretary-General of the Association of European Farmers, Kopa Kohieka. We need alternatives. We need safer substances to replace those products that have been withdrawn from the market. We need impact assessment on food supplies and we need more resilient crops in response to the environmental changes in future.
1: At the opposite end are environmental campaigners who see it as an urgent and welcome first step, though an insufficient one. We talked about this with Angeliki Lissimashou, Senior Science Policy Officer at the Health and Environment Alliance. We welcome the proposal uh, calling for a
0: total ban of pesticides in areas used by the general public. Nevertheless, uh, we disagree with the proposed uh, buffer zone of three metres. We find it's very small it very, does not reflect reality. Therefore, um, we are proposing a buffer zone of 50 metres. And if these areas are used by vulnerable groups, the buffer zone can be, even be 100 metres. Indicators used to track progress towards the targets are also subject to criticisms from various sides, including from members of the European Parliament. Sarah Wiener is the rapporteur on this file.
1: One very important point is the indicators, and in particular the controversial harmonized risk indicator, which is crucial for measuring progress. But in reality, it's about the quantity of pesticides used, and this is favoring highly toxic synthetic substances at the expense of organic farming. Because all of a sudden, quartz sand and baking powder are more dangerous than highly toxic synthetic
0: substances.
1: So this needs to be changed urgently. Meanwhile, EU agriculture ministers have criticized the proposal for not sufficiently taking into account the impact of Russia's invasion of Ukraine on global food security.
0: So, discussions are likely to need more time before a decision is adopted. Want to know more? Check out Vivienne Heller's full policy brief on the EPRS website or in our app.
1: This is a European Parliamentary Research Service podcast. Thanks for listening.